Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode of this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. For those that are new to the podcast, I especially thank you for being part of this show. My hope is that you do get something out of these episodes that I'm posting. So before we come to the main topic today, I wanted to talk about the shoes. If you remember uh, several, several episodes back, I bought some shoes from OrthoFeet, and they were about 100 bucks. And then uh, several weeks after that, I bought some Skechers that were on Amazon for like 40 bucks, because I want to see which one is better at making my feet feel better. Well, it comes to this. I still have the ortho feet, and those are the ones I wear. They're not the most comfortable I know that I can find out there. But the other ones, the sketchers stated specifically that they were for neuropathy. Well, they're not. They don't feel good at all. I mean, when I put on a pair of shoes, especially for neuropathy, I want it to be like a soft pillow. And I'm not getting out of this out of either shoes, but I'm, I'm still keeping the ones from OrthoFeed until I can find me another pair that are so much better. But if you guys have any suggestions out there, please, please let me know. Drop it right there in the Facebook page and I'll give them a try and see how they work out for me. So I do have a main topic I want to speak about today, but it's kind of short. So what I did was I went to the Facebook page and I I picked out a couple questions that um, people are having. And one of them is, how or why neuropathy can cause swelling in the feet and in the legs? Well, I found some information and let me give it to you right now. What causes feet and ankles to swell? Swelling happens when your body retains fluid in your lower legs, ankles, and feet. It most occurs on both sides of your body. The result is uncomfortable and it can keep you from moving freely. Here's some possible causes of swollen uh, feet and ankles. Lifestyle factors such as inactivity or being overweight. Uh, I think that's my problem. Medical conditions that affect the movement of fluid in your body. The list would include diseases targeting your heart, kidneys, liver, and veins, pregnancy, shoes that don't fit right, and injuries. So a couple things that you might be able to try maybe to reduce the swollen ankles and feet or try some compression socks. Uh, There was, I think it was episode 
maybe 10 or 8, something like that. But there was an episode that I did on compression socks. And they helped me quite quite a bit. I also posted what style, which ones that I uh, get. But, um, yeah, they do work. I even wear them on my arms too, compression sleeves. But what it says here about compression socks. Compression socks offer a gentle squeeze to your legs that promotes better blood circulation. This helps prevent fluid from collecting in your ankles and feet, which works to minimize swelling and pain. And you'd be amazed if you go on Amazon or pretty much anywhere. They're, they're not hard to find. You can find a style that works for you. I've gone through uh, different styles, and the ones that I wear now are the ones that seem to work the best for me. So here's another um, another idea that may relieve uh, some of your swollen feet elevation. Gravity never stops working. If you have swollen feet or ankles, let gravity work for you. Elevating your legs above the level of your heart helps drain build up fluid from your lower extremities. Basically, you have your circular system and a little assistance by letting gravity do its thing. Best of all, the process is simple. Just prop your legs up using pillows, books, or anything else that is available. Also, you can use various yoga poses also. Epsom salt. Epsom salt is talked about quite a bit, and especially for restorative power brought by 15 to 20 minute soaks in the bathtub. I've never used Epsom salts before, but I have soaked in the uh, bathtub, and that was something I always did before I went to bed, because that seemed to work the best at the time, but I didn't realize I had restless leg syndrome. Here's another topic here that might help with swollen ankles and feet. Uh, use or try magnesium-rich foods. Water retention and the accompanying swelling can be signs of magnesium deficiency. In that case, Adding magnesium-rich foods to your diet could be a tasty solution to your painful problem. Foods that are high in magnesium include nuts and seeds, black beans, lima beans, milk and yogurt, greens such as spinach, and dark chocolate. Didn't know that. I love dark chocolate. And then you also have your magnesium supplements. Taking about 200 to 400 grams of magnesium a day may help reduce swelling but also make sure you talk to your doctor before taking the supplement though especially if you have kidney or heart conditions another thing that might help is hydrate your body naturally holds onto fluids if it senses your tank is running low and that retention can lead to swelling drinking more water can also help flush excess sodium and other waste from your system so here's the uh, Institute of Medicine that states women should at least consume 2.7 liters or 91 ounces of water per day from beverages and food. But for men, the number is 3.7 liters, 125 ounces. As a rule of thumb, 80% of that total comes from beverages and 20% from food. Here's some tips to reduce ankle and, and foot swelling. Try walking and swimming. Increasing your overall movement as sitting or standing in one place for too long can increase swelling. Just moving your legs or your knees and flexing your ankles may help. Limit your salt and, carb and carbs intake. Trying essential oils, which is what I do, such as peppermint, eucalyptus, lavender, and chamomile. 
Now, I use orange. Now, you need to also, if you need to, go back and look at one of my episodes where I talked about the uh, aroma and the oils. You need to be very careful because there's some oils out there that will affect your pets and it could be very dangerous for them. So that's why I pretty much stuck to the orange and that, that helps me quite a bit. And finally, what you want to make sure is you always check and let your doctor know if you have any leg ulcers, increased pain, blisters, redness, or drainage. Also, you want to make sure that you check your feet quite often. Shoes that are too tight due to swelling can often cut into your skin and create wounds. Plus, those snug shoes restrict circulation, which only serves to increase the problem. And finally, most importantly, if swelling only occurs on one side of your body, then you better talk to your doctor immediately. You may be at risk for a deep vein thrombosis. So I hope that uh, gave you some of the answers that you needed in regards to why your ankles and feet are swelling all the time. So let's go ahead and move on to the main topic today. And that's going to be, here's the question, do you have to be diabetic to get neuropathy? I did a lot of research on this and it was hard to find any information, you know, finding it on my own. I couldn't find too much about it, but I found uh, what's called non-diabetes causes of peripheral neuropathy. So hopefully this will help those out there that were asking the same question. So let's get down right into it here. We all already know what peripheral neuropathy, but I'll read it anyways. Peripheral neuropathy is a problem wherein the nerves in your extremities do not function correctly. This can lead to painful burning, tingling, and even sharp stabbing sensation in your lower limbs. In some cases, the nerve damage causes numbness, which can, in turn, then leads to a host of medical issues. Although diabetes is the most common culprit of nerve damage and numbness in lower limbs, there are many possible causes. Basically, anything that damages or impairs the nerves in your lower limbs can be a cause of neuropathy. Now, these are the ones that it includes that could be the problem that you're having besides just diabetes. You may have issues with your autoimmune. Autoimmune diseases and inherited conditions. Certain diseases attack or impact your nerves, including lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and Guillain-Barre syndrome, among others. Also, what uh, may cause this also is, are infections. Some viral and bacterial infections can affect your nerves, including Lyme disease. Maybe you might have an issue with vitamin deficiencies. Your body needs particular vitamins for healthy nerves. Also, you could have trauma, pressure, and tumors. Tumors that compress nerves and injuries that pinch or even sever nerve tissue can cause intense pain and significant numbness. Also, another issue may be medications. Certain medications damage nerves as an unfortunate side effect. Chemotherapy for treating cancer has a high risk for this. Also, there's some poisons and alcoholism that can uh, damage your nerves also. Being exposed to toxins or living with alcohol alcoholism for many years can take a real toll on your nerve functions. Other disorders might include kidney disease, bone marrow disorders, liver disease, which can all contribute 
to peripheral neuropathy. So it might not just be diabetes that you're that you have. It could be all those other issues that I just told you right now. So each case of non-diabetic peripheral neuropathy is different and will likely require specialized treatment recommendation. Management treatments may include a combination of medications, physical therapy, electrical nerve stimulation, among other solutions. That, I believe, is like the TENS unit, which I use. Depending on an individual's treatment preferences, willingness, and ability, your physician can develop a personal management and or restorative plan that is focused on helping patients get back to their lives. Eating healthy, stretching, and regular exercise are often the best prescription for prevention of a wide range of conditions that may cause neuropathy. Other influencing factors, such as accidents or being genetically predisposed to certain conditions, are difficult to address proactively. So if these um, are affecting you in any way, it's a good idea to get to your doctor and talk to him and let him know the issues that you're having. So I thought I had enough information to give to you today, but I still have some more time. So I grabbed one more question out of my Facebook uh, page group. And the question was, why are my toes numb? Numbness in your toes is one of those nagging ailments that's hard to pin down. It could be something serious. It could be a byproduct of diabetes, for example, or it might just be that you're wearing the wrong shoes. Most numbness in your toes is harmless, but seeking emergency help if you have these conditions right here. You've had a recent head injury that is followed by numb toes. The numbness begins suddenly. It spreads rapidly. You have weakness and it's hard to think. And that comes from WebMD. Also, I found some other information that might uh, also cause numbness to your toes. The most common cause of toe numbness is direct compression of the nerves of the foot. Numbness of the toe can occur because of injury to the foot or just plain poor circulation, such as with diabetes and peripheral uh, vascular disease. Numbness to the foot can also be caused by irritation of the nerves in the low back. Also, another possible issue could be bunions which I've read that some uh, individuals have issues with that. But also, I want to um, let you know, definitely, please, if you do have any type of sore or any wound on the bottom of your feet, please go get it checked. It's very important. And that same bunion, which is a bony bump that forms on the joint at the base of the big toe, could also be a bigger problem than what you think it is. Well, I think we've used our time up wisely today. I'm hoping, I really hope that these episodes are helping you in some way. Get that information that you need to take to your doctor. And maybe in some way helping you live with this issue better than you did before or better than you did yesterday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources such as product reviews that I have discussed today can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, 
Just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.